Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is July 7th, and this is episode 217. Hopefully, you guys are having a fantastic Friday today. Some exciting things to talk about in the charts, as always. Starting off with our macros, we're basically going to look at weekly at the same time as the three day, the five day, and the four day because there's not a lot that the weekly's telling us as of right now, but we can see what's leading into it. So, as of right now, weekly still clearly TC'd up, money flow still pushing to the upside, giving us that the general overall direction of the macro is still in an up facing direction. We can see that we've pushed ourselves into a bit of a range here. As far as this weekly goes, the bottom being $25,000, the top being 31000 We don't have a clear breakage of these levels as of yet, but again, overall, momentum of those midterm macros, monthly, three-month, it's all up. Six-month is bullish. So overall momentum, upside. Medium-term, as we start to move into our Five day, four day, three day, two day, one day, starting to see uh, resistance. We're topping out, continually hitting into this level, acting as major key level resistance. You can see it in the resistance of 31,000. The fact that we're continually turning over here tells us that we have to take a step back. If we take a step back and we find another higher low overall, We'll be looking for continuation and to try and break through this resistance once again. The next time we hit it will have been the third time that we've tried to push through this level on a more significant time frame. And I think that, uh, you know, third time's the charm, as we always say around here. So uh, potentially on that next push, we should and more than likely will be breaking above 3132 to enter into that next zone. We could have done it here. We still potentially can do it here, but the momentum right now is almost dead in the water, right? We're not seeing that massive buy pressure we would want to see come in at these levels. And we know that, you know, these institutions are not stupid. You know, they know that they're putting out a lot of clout on crypto. Like they're, you know, ooh, we're, we're thinking about buying. Ooh, we're thinking about doing a spot ETF, right? Like, so they're trying to pump you up. Um, they obviously have Bitcoin already and or cryptocurrencies that they and dump into the space. Just don't be fooled by the short-term, medium-term shenanigans. We know that the path forward is bright, and overall, any type of you know higher-low situation is going to amount to potentially a better price and/or more Bitcoin in your pocket. So you know we we're looking at uh, any type of dip as an opportunity, depending on obviously where that goes, more so of an opportunity or less so of an opportunity. You know, we've been talking about this for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, but a pullback into the 28, 27 K region would be almost perfect, like class picture, perfect, uh, 618 retest of the daily and the multi-day and everything in between. That would be picture, perfect, uh, continuation type of pattern thing going into the future at the same time. If we lose the 618, we start losing 27,000, start dipping below, consolidating almost like we did back here and the beginning of June, basically fell below the 618, retained below it, continued rejecting, 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 tried to break above, rejected again, retested once more, and finally rejected once again to get a final 
hard push off of that move. If we see something similar and we get below it, we can't break back above it. Uh, we could be looking for something more than just 27k. Um, and because of the fact that it would be doing it a second time and we really didn't see that much impact back here between falling from 27 to 25, uh, we potentially could see more strength in that next move if it is going to get below that price. I would almost expect us to retest into the moving average. Overall, uh, macro support structure at around 22 to 23 um, if we lose 27. Yeah, so just things to keep in mind right now. Again, we're not looking past 27 until we start to see conflicting signals going on at that point. Um, again, we may not even get all the way to the 618 from here. Um, we may end up only going down into the 382. That would be extra bullish, essentially. Um, overall, if the market structure comes up, at around 29,000, 28,800. If we hold that level, we could potentially start seeing continuation patterns start to form all that jazz. More of a wild card scenario, I would say. Um, the more likely thing is that we do end up finishing off potentially this what looks like a head and shoulders pattern. That would lead us to 22 if it actually plays out. I think what's going to happen though is that the overall bullish pattern here is more than likely going to finish playing out before this head and shoulders can actually play out. So again, retesting into this zone of 27 to 28,000, um, finding that higher low, staying above our moving average of the medium term, keeping the overall like macro market structures bullish. We can turn four hour, the eight hour, the six hour, which we had and have essentially, as we can see, we still need extension to see anything further than this. We do technically now have a lower low in the medium term um, after a lower high. So essentially from where we're seeing here, this bounce that we've had just as of today, not amounting to a whole heck of a ton. We can see rejection now of the 618 in the four hour. And because our close happened at around 30 or under 30, 30,200 to be specific, it basically already like the nail's been in the coffin, you know? And this bounce that we had as of today back up into the 30,400 was essentially just a plea for help, cry, you know, quick, give them a little bit of hopium before dropping it again. I'm still expecting us to hit probably somewhere closer to 29,200 to 29,400 before we see any type of significant bounce. From there, we could go all the way back up into 30 once again. So, you know, $1,000 down, $800 back up, something like that. In that scenario retest 30 again like it's it's very critical as a support level and because potentially we've popped it now broken below we have lower lows showing up in the medium term yeah retesting it once or twice uh very highly probable and again it wants to stair step its way down you know it makes for uh more price action over the longer term rather than just dumping it all off uh very quickly and launching from there now we could potentially see something like that we do potentially have a setup here where we've been curling over and this thing could get a little bit more dramatic than than potentially uh, they're expecting, you know, uh, right off the bat, we may not see the bounce opportunity back into 30 once again. This may be the final rejection. We slam down, we retest maybe like 29,600, 700, where we've been wicking to in our supports. If we reject off that zero line, then yeah, we're not going to retest 30. We're just going to essentially step and fall on our faces so 
yeah, for now, medium terms continue to look bearish. I can't stress this enough. Again, like divergence, convergence, um, we could still potentially see some sort of converging wave back up on the 12 hour, eight hour type of situation, right? Which would be the scenario where we take this last little bit down 29 to 400, come back up into the 30,000, $30,200 level and basically turn over from there. Essentially what we see here in the shorter term fractal, right? Higher high, came down, came back up, lower high, closing, and lower low. Lower high, lower low. So if we were to see that in the 12 hour, probably continuation. Lower high, continuation from there. Easy peasy, lemony squeezy, something like a so. Something like what we saw back in here of April would be very similar to that. Now, in this case, we're diverting away from potentially, you know, medium term making a lower low. We want to see higher low in the medium term. The overall macro stay bullish and look for continuation trend, you know, to continue up, which I do still think is the more likely scenario in this case. You know, we, uh, yeah, there's just too many things on the positive end of the scale to really tip this into a bearish overall thing once again. You know, again, I don't, you know, maybe if something happens between now and uh, the end of the year that just dramatically changes things, you know, uh, Taiwan essentially is the only real thing I can think of in my mind or some sort of new world global disease pushes everyone back into recessionary thinking. But, uh, you know, these are dramatic and um, at the moment just um, speculations. So we got to, you know, be aware of what's going on, what's happening. Um, stock market really, I mean, like, you know, kind of catching itself here. Um, the bounce was fantastic overall should cap, you know, find support, continue building and continue up. It's going to have, you know, these shakeouts before it makes any type of significant move towards potentially all time high or anything like that. Right. They're going to shake, 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 make people feel uncomfortable holding positions. Right. That's just how it, that's just how it goes. Yes. Um, let's take a little peek over here at Ethereum. I know a lot of people have been talking about this recently. Oh, it's so bullish. Everything's so great. Well, not really. <laughs> Still doing the same thing as Bitcoin. More so consolidation throughout the last couple months, essentially. Still stuck in this range of 1600 to 2000. We pointed that out months ago. We're back towards the middle now of 1850, 1820. Yeah, not, you know, obviously the middle of the range, not the best place to play. Well, yeah, pretty much teetering one side or another. If we start losing this level, we could be going all the way back into the 1730, potentially even lower, depending on the dominance of BTC and how it's growing in comparison to the alts. It's like daily 618 is sitting down here at 1680. So, you know, that would still keep overall structure in a bullish fashion. It would still technically give us a higher low overall. So extreme case, Bitcoin in the 27, 27, mid-range 27s, I'd say probably Ethereum back into the 16, 80, 16, 50 type of zone. Yeah, about $100 still on Ethereum dropping for every $1,000 BTC drops. We can see that here from the 1950 to 1850 drop that we just had and BTC went from 31 to 30. So yes, interestingly enough, dropped 200 dollars if we drop back into the 28 200 level total three trying to find a bit of a bounce here alts kind of again just like going with the flow 
waving along with BTC. Not really sure what they want to do here. Trying to find support, but already below the 618s. Uh, market structure of the medium term actually still bullish. Um, we're still technically on, I would say, key level support of some sort. Support of some sort. <laughs> but rising channel, potential bearish divergence. Not looking super awesome, potentially more so forming up some sort of rising wedge takes its next step back down towards $300 billion is probably where I'd put that. So you're almost down 10% out of the alt coins if we do start falling out of this pattern. Basically, we would want to see a converging wave here, lower high, sticking around the 618 rejection from here, 330, 331 billion and breaking through. May find support at 322 once again, come back up for some sort of test and rejection from there. Basically just chopping its way down. It is going to see a continuation down from here. I guess we'll take a quick peek at S&P. It's Friday. It's, you know, nothing too, too particularly much to look at here. Um, usually before we go into a weekend, things kind of chop around. Don't really give us a clear signal. And that's exactly what we're seeing here. Money flow just about going back into the red. But at the same time, we've had a very strong daily candle here. Essentially, it's come up, it's come all the way back, not really giving a signal to either direction. With money flow decreasing and, and starting to go into the red, this obviously almost more so looks like some sort of uh, converging wave, fake out, rejection off the 618, right? Tested, rejected, we probably take uh, another step or continuation of this step down into next week. I think that pretty much covers all our bases. Dixie and U.S. 10-year not doing a whole heck of a lot still. Dixie, or U.S. 10-year, sorry, rather, still consolidating along in the mid-range. Macro, coiling up, squeezing, more so bearish on the Dixie, more so bullish on the U.S. 10-year. So weird stuff going on here, <clears throat> like polar opposite types of charts. Money flow, everything's turning up here. Market structure's bullish. You come over here to the Dixie and it's like, well, kind of consolidating, not really bullish, more so rejecting zero line, all this stuff, not really, uh, yeah, in agreement at all. So weird stuff going on over here. I think the American economy is just going through some turmoil right now. All this talks of, what are they calling it? The uh, brick currency? Yeah, bricks, brick currency. So we'll have to keep our eye on that. Other than that, my friends, as always, make sure you guys check out tripleconfirmation.com. We don't have sponsors here, you know, we just were self-provided, uh, built this token and this project from the ground up, self and the Triple Confirmation team. Uh, we appreciate you guys. As always, we hope that you have a great weekend and we'll see you back here on Monday. Take care. Bye-bye.